You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A Wednesday edition of Locked On Warriors. I'm Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Bay Area News Group. The Warriors enter Tuesday night with only one healthy center, and by halftime, they had none and will likely be without a traditional center for at least a couple of games. Despite a hot start and 38 points from Steph Curry, injuries to the front court were too much to overcome in the Warriors' 111-107 to loss to the Celtics. With little more than two minutes left in the second quarter, Kevon Looney planted his foot, rolled his ankle, and soon after, the Warriors' only center limped off to the locker room. Against the Celtics, the Warriors had planned to play small when Looney, the, the starting center, was on the bench. That's because two games into the season, Marquise Chris suffered a fractured fibula in his right leg. And then in Saturday's win over the Pistons, James Wiseman suffered a sprained left wrist, and that's going to sideline him for at least a week. Uh, and then at halftime, the Warriors announced that Looney wouldn't return in the game with a sprained left ankle. He underwent an MRI uh, late Tuesday night, and that confirmed that he will that he has a sprained left ankle. That put Draymond Green, who is certainly experienced at playing center but has yet to play the position this season, into a starting role in the second half. Although the Warriors opened up the game with an early 11-point lead, uh, courtesy of Steph's 17 first-quarter points, their offense went cold in the second quarter, where they scored just five points with Curry on the bench. That allowed Boston to erase uh, that deficit and then actually take a lead with about five minutes to go before halftime. That's when Curry checked back into the game. He immediately made a jumper. He found Andrew Wiggins in transition, and that gave the Warriors the lead again. And by halftime, the war- that, that game was tied at 52. But without a true center for the entire second half, the Warriors cycled through Draymond, Eric Paschal, and Juan Descano-Anderson in that front court. That small-sized trio had a really hard time competing with a Celtics team that starts two centers in Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice. They gave up 22 points in the paint in that second half. They gave up 12 offensive rebounds overall in the game and just too many driving lanes to Jalen Brown, who scored 18 points and 10 rebounds, and Jason Tatum, who had 27 points and 9 rebounds. Uh, it was J- Jalen Brown's uh, dunk with four minutes to go that capped a 15-2 run that iced the game for the Celtics, giving them a 10-point lead. Um, and so going forward, it's unclear how long Kevon Looney is going to be out, but Steve Kerr expects him to miss at least a couple of games. Uh, Wiseman, meanwhile, will be reevaluated in 7-10 to 10 days. He will accompany the team uh, on this upcoming four-game trip. Uh, through through Texas, two games against Dallas, uh, uh, two games against uh, San Antonio after that. Uh, but for sure, the Warriors are going to go at least two more games without a true center, it looks like. And, and those two games are against Dallas. Now, fortunately for Golden State, the Mavericks, yeah, they start Kristaps Porzingis, a legit seven-footer at center, but he plays more at, like a small ball five. And so you're not going to get killed I don't think by him necessarily in the paint. He likes to hang out on the perimeter. Uh, and so, look, I, th- I think the, if you're going to... And, and San Antonio, by the way, yeah, they have Jakob Pertl, but they, they play smaller lineups otherwise when he's not in the game. And so this isn't going up against the Lakers or the Clippers, teams that can just take advantage of you in the paint and, and just sort of outbody you on the glass like, they, like the Warriors have been uh, at other points during the season. So if you're going to have to be forced to play small... 
these aren't the worst games coming up to do that. And um, look, they plan to play small, you know, tonight against against Boston. They they had planned minutes of playing Draymond at center. Uh, in those planned minutes, the Warriors actually outscored Boston by five points. Now, all those happened in the first half before Kevon Looney uh, went out for the rest of the game with the injury. And in that second half, those small lineups were overwhelmed by Boston's size. But Golden State still managed to hang around. They pushed the pace. They moved the ball. They assisted on 30 of their 38 made field goals. That's going to be key for the Warriors during this upcoming small ball experiment. They need to play fast. They need to move the ball. And as Steph said, create chaos. He, what Steph's quote here, we have to make it work to our advantage and make ourselves hard to guard. That's going to be the key. Moving the ball that way, creating chaos, uh, switching on defense, just doing these sort of things that may actually be able to free up Steph Curry. Of course, you don't want these injuries to happen. You don't wish for them to happen. But it's helpful that Draymond Green is starting to play better, right? He's starting to play more minutes. He's starting to get into game shape. Um, And it's telling that Steph Curry, I mean, he scored 38 points in this game where the team was mostly playing small. Uh, without Wiseman, they were always going to play fewer minutes uh, with uh, with a traditional center on the floor. Kevon Looney's not going to exceed 20, 25 minutes per game, regardless of injuries. So um, there, there's an outline of a way that this could work for the Warriors. That said, there are some options for them at center going forward, free agents or trade. I want to get into that here in a little bit. But first, let's talk about CBDMD. The holidays are finally behind us, which means it's time to catch up on some much-needed sleep. And even though getting a good night's sleep is much easier said than done, our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to sleep. CBD PM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And if you want to relax a little bit before bed, their CBD bath salts fuse superior CBD with Epsom, Dead Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bath into a luxury experience and are available in lavender or eucalyptus scents as well as a soothing nighttime blend with melatonin melatonin, and calming herbs. Uh, And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off on your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So what are the Warriors' options here at center? The free agent market isn't exactly loaded with guys who are of the caliber of Kevon Looney or even James Wiseman, but you know, a guy like Dwayne Dedman does make sense. There's other options. Jan Mahinmi's available. You've got potential G League call-ups like Justin Patton, who is talented, but is he's trying to work his way back into the NBA. His, you know, the beginning of his career was derailed by a bunch of lower body injuries, but you know there there might be something they like there. Um, Amir Johnson is playing for the G League Ignite team out in Walnut Creek. 
Um, and then all of them could be signed for probably a minimum contract or by just using a portion of that $9.2 million uh, disabled player exception that the Warriors have. But uh, to me, I think the obvious guy would be Dwayne Dedman if they were going to go um, with any route. How, however, uh, even if Golden State decided to sign a center in the coming days, um, according to league protocols, that player would have to register six straight days of negative, corona, uh, negative coronavirus tests before being cleared to play. So it's not as if the Warriors could just go out and say, hey, uh, give Dwayne Dedman a call and say, hey, we need you. And, and he's playing, you know, he's on a flight and he's playing for them against Dallas or San Antonio. He's going to have to go through this whole process because of the coronavirus uh, to actually play with the team. By then, Kevon Looney might be back. By then, James Wiseman might be back. We don't know. So, um, you know, it's not as simple. And, you know, sort of another layer on top of this whole thing, the Warriors don't have an open roster spot. They don't want to waive Michael Mulder for a short-term uh you know, rotation piece at center because you anticipate Kevon Looney and James Wiseman coming back sooner rather than later. And so what would you do? I guess you would have to waive Alan Smiley each, uh, but now you're eating kind of a cost on, on that end because his contract is uh, is partially guaranteed. Um, and so you're, or, or at this point, fully guaranteed. So you're going to have to eat that, you know, million dollars, whatever it is, plus the luxury taxes, plus everything that you're going to have to pay uh, to bring in this new guy, those luxury taxes and all those things. So when all of it's considered, it's going to be an expensive move for the Warriors if it just means waving Alan Smilagic. Not saying they wouldn't do it, but it is something that they have to consider before they end up making any kinds of those moves. Is that look, it's going to be expensive. There's no guarantee that you get the guy on the court uh, by the time that Kevon Looney is is able to get back out there anyway. And so I just. I don't know that they make a move right now. That said, they have had their share of rebounding concerns. Steve Kerr has talked basically after every game about how they need to rebound better. So maybe adding another big body to the mix wouldn't be the worst thing, right? Marquise Chris is still out for at least three months with this broken leg thing. Uh, so maybe, and if you're not totally sold on Alan Smiley each, which we could have we could save that for another podcast. There's a lot going into that, but that would be the way to create a roster spot. Again, they're not moving on from Mulder. They need him. He's a three-point specialist. He he serves a very specific need for this roster. So, if they felt ready to move on from Smiley Geach, they wanted to get maybe a more experienced player, more experienced guy in that front court. I think it's pretty clear right now that even if you can't get a guy like, say, Dwayne Denman back before Kevon Looney returns and maybe even before James Wiseman returns, you could use some depth at that position, right? Because you don't want to be in this situation again with Looney's health history where and Wiseman's inexperience where, you know, 20 games from now or whatever, you end up in another uh, uh, situation where you don't really have enough depth at center and you have to play small entire games. And we know Draymond Green, that's not the ideal way you want to use him at, at 30 years old at this point. So you could make the argument that, yeah, even if you can't get that player on the court right away now to help you, it could serve you down the road when you're really making this playoff push to have that player on the roster already so you don't have to deal with this six straight days of negative coronavirus tests and all those things. So I do think that the Warriors should legitimately consider um, making a move. 
All right, let's take a break here. Talk about betonline.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. Man, I am so excited. There's only one place that has you covered, one place I trust to bet on the games. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Getting that 50% welcome bonus just in time to get a little bit of extra cash to bet on these Super Bowl prop bets. Those are my favorite things. Look, I like to bet on the over-unders, especially in the first half. I like to bet on the line and all those things uh, to, to put my money uh, uh, really in a place where I can have some vested interest. But if you're getting a 50% welcome bonus, what that is, you're getting uh, half of that initial deposit you're putting down, you're getting back in free money. You can now use that money. It's free money to, to kind of take a, a big swing, right? You get these huge odds on the fullback catching a touchdown or you know a defensive tackle getting a pick six or something like that. This is the free money to use that with, right? Because you're getting that huge amount of payout. It doesn't hurt to put you know a dollar, two, five dollars on something on a couple of those big ones. That's what I plan on doing. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board's podcast wherever you get podcasts. It's time for our Twitter question of the game. This one, not exactly a question, but it comes from Richard Kim, who writes in, The Warriors are the only team in the league that manages to put out a small ball lineup that still can't shoot. Um, I found this curious during the game, uh, especially in that second half where they had those planned minutes with Draymond Green at center. They, they ended up playing Draymond at the five. Kelly Oubre, Brad Wanamaker, Kent Bazemore, and Juan Descano Anderson. And look, I, I suppose you have to find minutes for all these guys at some point, but would have liked to see more of those minutes with Michael Mulder. And I think the only reason Mulder even got in the game was because Gavon Looney went out and they just needed to bodies, right, to fill minutes on the floor. Um, Mulder's among the best three-point shooters on this team. You know, he's probably right there. It's probably him and Damian Lee behind Steph. Uh, why not put those guys out there? I understand the need to put Kelly Oubre out there instead of Andrew Wiggins because you want to limit how many minutes Oubre has with the starting lineup. And, and you know, since flipping him with Wiggins, he's played a little bit better, even though, man, he was really bad tonight. Uh, minus 25 in 26 minutes. Now, a big part of that was uh, that chunk in, in the second quarter where – that that entire group it wasn't just Ubre, but that entire group really struggled. But he started off really, really playing really well, and then he missed that dunk in that first half, and then uh, I think made one shot afterwards, and he was just it, it, it seemed like completely in his head. And so you worry about you know how thin that confidence can be for him going forward. But got off track a little bit there, but uh, you know. I don't know how much longer that second unit is sustainable. Eric Paschal and Kelly Oubre sort of in that front court. You put them alongside Juan Descano-Anderson. It's just not that much shooting. Now, credit Descano-Anderson. He went three from three from three-point range. He's apparently remade his three-point shot. So maybe it's something that is sustainable. But right now, he's not respected like even a Damian Lee or a Michael Mulder out on the perimeter, right? People don't view him as a floor spacer, and so it doesn't really matter – 
right now if he's making those shots because it's not creating that much space. I mean, it matters as far as scoring and the box score and all these things and eventually earning that reputation. But right now, teams still aren't respecting him as a floor spacer. So he's not creating uh, any sort of gravity uh, right now. And so, you know, you'd like to see maybe a lineup out there when they go small and they're going to be forced to go small right now. Uh, it's going to be the starting lineup is probably going to be Steph Curry, Oubre, Wiggins, uh, Toscano Anderson, and Draymond Green. That's probably your starting group. I would really like to see something like that with another shooter, like a Damian Lee or even Kent Bazemore uh, out there. That, to me, would be really interesting. Uh, Kent Bazemore finishes these first quarters. Maybe you could put him in to start these first quarters. Maybe you can give him more minutes. He played, again, only 17 minutes tonight. I still find it curious that Bazemore plays so few minutes when it is clear that he's one of the players that Steve Kerr trusts the most right now. Uh, I don't know that you need to go 11 deep every night. I don't know that you need to go 10 deep every night, even while going small. Uh, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how, how they mix it up. This was the first game in sort of this small ball experiment. I am, I, I am absolutely positive that we're not going to see the same rotations game after game, that, that Steve Kerr, Mike Brown, uh, these guys will they'll continue to mix things up uh, rotation-wise going forward. Remember to subscribe to new episodes of Locked on Warriors wherever you listen to podcasts. Please rate, review, say nice things about the show. You can send your comments and questions to me on Twitter at WC Goldberg or email them to me at wgoldberg at bayarianewsgroup.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning.